Good morning, lovely people, and welcome to the Black Pill Radio Show. I'm your host, Mr. Tyler, and today we have a bunch of beautiful young ladies in the room who are also talented and business savvy, and they are music performers. They do a lot of other things as well. So I'm going to have them introduce themselves, and then we're going to jump right into the broadcast, and I'm going to start with the beautiful lady on my left. Morning, everybody. My name is Vanessa Ayala. I'm a singer-songwriter and a painter living in New York. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. My name is Monet the Artist. I'm a songwriter as well as a visionary creator, so I do do TV and film concepts as well. <laughs> Good morning. My name is Taylor Jones. I'm in a duo with Mia, who's about to introduce herself. We're in a duo called Magic, and we're signed to Sony Red. Hi, I'm the other half. My name is Mia Wilkerson, and yes, I am a singer with the lovely Taylor, mm. and our group is Magic. <laughs> My name is JL, and I'm a singer, songwriter, actress, director. I pretty much do everything. I can do your hair and your nails, <laughs> y'all make up too, bro. Check it out. Right? Sounds good. And we have one other lady, one other artist who will be joining us a little later. Her name is Goddess Venus. She's a hip-hop artist. She also acts and she models so i want to talk to you guys about your journey first into music why you guys got into music um why do you think it's your path or your calling and i'll start with miss vanessa i think mine is kind of like everyone else's story it started in the church and then it just kind of grew from there always in the choir in school and then i went to a performing arts high school and there was music there of course and there was also art so i learned a lot of there and then I just kind of you know I actually I rejected it for a very long time like I, I kind of like tried to get a business job and and I was miserable and it was horrible but then I on the side like I found myself like singing in bands and singing backup and it just followed me like I even I even though I tried to not do it because like you know you hear people and they say like oh it's like the hardest way to live <laughs> you, pick, you pick the two things in life that's like the hardest thing to do <laughs> painting and singing and you know i just i just had to do it so you know i've been here for like a year and i you know i don't i i actually work full-time painting which is great because that's how i pay the bills but um you know i'm singing uh and i'm working with a label called two strong music and um they it's big on the Latin side because um, Dre, Hidalgo, my manager, um, he's worked with a lot of um, artists on the Latin side that are really popular in this one genre called um, urban bachata. And, um, you know, so we've ha we haven't had a lot of females in this uh, genre of music, so um, it's a really interesting project and it's actually very original because there's, there hasn't been a lot like it that has been done successfully, so I'm working on a project now. All, on my own very first project because I've always sang like backup or something like that you know so now I'm I'm doing something for myself which is great <laughs> do you feel like you're being supported by your family I am yeah very much mm -hmm. right, so they're not here because we're originally from the Midwest so I'm here alone but I'm forcing my sister to move here so she's <laughs> gonna move here after <laughs> New Year's <laughs> sounds good so let's take it to Miss Monet the artist um, what was your journey been like getting into music um getting into music for me was it was a task. I started at 13. I was pretty much in my middle school cafeteria, banging on tables, just having fun with it. <laughs> and I decided to just uh, expand on it more because I kept getting great feedback. People kept saying, oh, you should continue with it down the road. And I said, okay, why not? Um, got into high school, I'll say about my junior year, did a cipher. I was the only female in it. Mm -hmm. And um, 
a lot of the guys was like, oh, my God, like, she just outdid us all. And we sat here and write, wrote our rhymes and everything. And it was funny. So I just decided to keep going with it. <laughs> I just kept going with it. Um, and, I, and I'm glad that I did. I felt like this is my purpose because I'm not writing about just my own realities, but others as well. So I like to touch on different, um, you know, topics, different situations. And, um, you know, and I got the support. You know, my mom is always with me all the way. And um, as long as it's positive, she's with it. So, mm. yeah. All right. Sounds good. And Mia, what was your journey like? I'm sorry. We can go to Mia. Mia? Okay. I'm at Mia first. Hey. Tim was part of the group. I'm at Mia first. Sure, Let's go to sure, Mia. Sure, sure, sure. Um, for music, for me, I feel like uh, I kind of fell into it. Mm-hmm. Um, my main focus was acting, you know, musical theater, performing on stage, the live, raw talent and the energy and just living in the moment. But then um, once I finished from Hairspray out in Vermont doing a little tour up there, I came back to the city and I auditioned for a girl group, you know, not thinking nothing of it, just, hey, this will be fun. So I went for it and um, it was serious. Like, <laughs> we're under Sony Red, a major label, like we're... we're traveling constantly practicing in a studio we're writing we're dancing so many people are part of the team it's bigger than us it's it's crazy it's fun but it's it's like a roller coaster but i think i'm falling in love with it you know everything is working out since i've been in it and mm-hmm. i'm blessed i'm truly blessed and grateful it's great all right so i know you have some other talents besides music right singing yeah. um tell us a little bit about that um i do a lot of dancing and acting you know modeling fun stuff I'm the type of person that just likes to um, try whatever it is and just be great at it and just yeah. conquer and just, I'm starting to learn DJing too, by the way, so <laughs> keep a look out. All right, so I know your manager's in the room, so I'm going to put you on a spot. All right, so what's the passion? Is it going to be music, acting? Like if an acting contract came on the table, are you going to stop music so you can spend three months or a month filming a project? How is that going to go for you? Um, You know... God always comes first, and uh, he will lead my path in the direction I'm supposed to go in. So, mm-hmm. you know, I just lay it all on the table with God, and we'll step over that stone when I get there. Amen? Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Sunday. She did not answer the question. That's funny. So, Taylor, we're going to come to you. What was your journey like getting into music? Um, so, it was something that I was born to do. It was something I always knew I was going to do. There was no question. Um, When I was five five years old, my parents took me to a Destiny's Child concert. And um, I remember, I think I I fell asleep like halfway through the concert. And then I remember being in the car and I just boo-hooed because I missed it and I fell in love with Beyonce and I fell in love with everything. And so I immediately got into musical theater and I was in a uh, nonprofit organization called Tada Youth Theater um, in its downtown. And um, I, I did that for eight years and um, we were doing shows after shows and it's critically acclaimed it's a great company for youth and um, and I wanted to do Broadway and so I remember that I went to try out for the Lion King as as young Nala and I as I immediately I, I got up to to the table and she said no you're too tall and I was like, what? And they were like, you're too tall for Broadway. Until you get 
to 18 years old, you're gonna be too tall for any children's roles because a lot of people don't know is that for children, Broadway cuts off at 5'1". You, you're all those, they're short, they're tiny. And so it was like, I was crushed because that's all I wanted to do. And um, I remember that kind of struck a chord for everyone. And my, my manager, who also happens to be my dad, uh, said, well, Taylor, we were watching American Idol one day. And he said, Taylor, wh what do you think about a girl group? And I was like, yeah, this person can be in it, and this person can be in it, and, and we can do this. And um, who would have thought uh, 10 years later that this would be the journey I was on? And it's been um, incredible. And um, if you had asked me 10 years ago uh, where would I be, definitely I would have never said this. But um, it's, been, it's been absolutely crazy and uh, 10 years later this is where life has taken me so some Broadway productions take even longer than film right and yeah. you're you're doing multi-talented things same thing with you so you're in a group mm -hmm. if that Broadway show came along and you had to do a six-month run um, are you putting the music to the side and doing a Broadway show I, I think it completely depends on well, where we are in the stage of the, the process I think um, if we're in the middle of something, meaning if we're on tour, if we're you know, doing something that requires all of our attention, then that absolutely comes first. Um, but there are downtimes. There are times when we're just in the studio. There are times where we're recording. There are times where uh, you know, we're, we're just rehearsing or whatever. And if, if that was the case, then yeah, we can take a couple of months to to build on other things. It's all about expanding, you know, and, and about bringing other, you know, this is not limited. Um, it's about expanding into other things and, and opening other doors and opportunities. And I think that if something else comes along in conjunction, I mean, no one is putting this aside, let's be clear, like this is, this comes first, but there definitely, there's room for everything. All right, sounds good, Destiny's Child. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so JL, tell us about your musical journey. Uh, okay, my musical journey was like really up and down. Um, so I come from a family of entertainers and you know things like that. My sister's a designer, my brother, cousins, everybody singers. My dad used to be in a band, and so um, entertainment has just always been around me. Um, and I actually. I wasn't a singer when I was a kid because I was like terrible. But everybody, you know, my brother, my cousins, everybody were singers. So, you know, I wanted to be a part of it. I wanted to be down. Like, hey, what's up? I want to sing too. Uh, oh, I can sing. Uh -huh. But you know, it didn't really work out because every time we do like harmony songs, like it's if it's a flat note or wrong note, they didn't know who to turn to. Like, <laughs> so I was like, oh, that was me. Okay. <laughs> so it was kind of like that, and I was just kind of like. Everybody was good, everybody sang, and everybody did their thing, and I was just like, I want to do that. So I just kind of worked on it and kept at it, and I joined a choir when I was like 13, and so, you know, I just kept going with it, and, you know, I developed my, my vocals. I, I took a vocal, I had a vocal trainer for a little bit, which I need to go back, but, mm -hmm. um, so it was just kind of something that I always loved, I always wanted to do, I wanted to be a part of, and, you know, it just kind of stuck with me. So I was in a girl group, and then that fell apart because everybody had their own <laughs> ideas of what should be done and how it should go and yes. people's parents. And it was mm. just like, please, mm. we have a manager. You're just the mom. Stop. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, so, you know, that went its way. And then I went into doing a solo act and I had a, a deal and that was 
the messiest thing I've ever done. And then I dropped from that. So I was just like, I was kind of jaded with music. So I was just like, oh, forget this. I'm not doing music anymore. Um, but when something is a part of you, you can't get away from it. Yep. You know, yep. you can't walk away from your right arm because it's going to follow you. <laughs> so, um, you know, I just was like, you know what? Forget this. I, I don't need a label. I don't need this. I don't need that. I need a team, people who are good and down for me, who believe in me, who are going to support me. And I just did it on my own independently. So I've been an independent artist for about three years now. Nice. All right, cool. So, so I want to ask you guys the next question, and that's being a female in the music industry. So we know this is a male-dominated industry. We've been hearing a lot of stories coming out in the news lately about a lot of different things. Um, I don't want any scoops or anything like that, but just your experience as a woman in the industry, how has that been for you? And we'll start with Vanessa. Very hard. Um, I feel like I have a, a better sense of... Uh, what to look out for, because I feel like there, <laughs> women. If you know, if you're a single girl, you're alone. You can. It's easy for you to get trapped in situations that you're not really comfortable with because you're seeking out opportunities or goals. Most of some people, you know, are reaching out to you not to give you a platform, but just you know, talk to you or whatever. And yeah. it's like, oh, okay, I'm wasting my time. So it's really hard to trust. For me, I've I've learned that it's really hard to to trust. You know what someone is saying or or an opportunity that's being presented to you. But I feel like as a female, and in general, like I I like the fact that I my eyes are a little bit more open to those kinds of things and I kind of know what to look out for and and you know I have like a, a really good idea of of what where I want to go where I want to be and and not have um the feeling that there's other people that can be in control of me or the situation or something like that all right so how do you maintain total control uh, I just feel like I I know what I want and if something doesn't feel right or sound right, then I just won't go through with it. Right. <laughs> Sounds good. Miss Monet, what has it been like for you as a female in the hip-hop industry? Uh, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. Um, I've worked with um, other male artists. I even reached out to other female rap artists. Um, reached out to their like, management teams to actually work. And it was like, pulling teeth like they didn't want to actually partake in um doing doing the record um because they felt like oh it was a competition me i don't so much look at it as competition i look at it as there's room for everybody um and there's a chance for everybody to grow and you know pretty much um you know do what do what works best for them so i'm i will say it's really a competitive state um and it's not not even just from with coming from women. It comes from men as well, because um, they're pretty much like, oh my god, like she oh she a girl, like you know. <laughs> so it's kind of you know it's a hesit it's hesitant, you know, for them to actually want to partake on it, you know. And I get the whole thing, you know. A lot of people don't like to sign on to things, especially if they don't know how how it's going to sound. But if you have a vision and you know what you're actually working with, that's what you know you mainly should look at. But I will definitely say it's a competitive state. So but I mean, you don't stop; you keep going. Is it more competitive with the guys because you're a female, or is it that? Oh yeah, both. Thing? Just on both, 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 both levels. Oh yeah. Okay, so the guys feel intimidated. Oh yeah. Do the ladies feel intimidated, or is that different? No, nah, I won't say they feel intimidated. I'll say it's more like, okay, well, if I do this, how this gonna make me, you know, make me look, or I gotta make sure I outshine her. It's uh, on a song. 
I don't feel it should be like that. Okay. I feel like, you know, you bring the creative ideas together and create something magical, you know? All right, sounds good. So I'm yeah. going to take it to the group. You guys can answer this together as a group. Um, what has your experiences been like as two females in the industry? Well, there's already a stigma around girl groups, right? Like, they never stay together. They're too expensive. They're catty. They're B-I-T-C-H's. It's, there's already... Uh, a wall that's put up for one female and then there's five walls that's put up for two or for a group of females and so for in our experience um, it's been really hard we go in we go into meetings or we go into some place and they're like no I don't even want to touch a girl group because you know it's ten thousand dollars to tour and and that's just for hair and makeup and it's this it's X Y and Z and and for men when they go on the road, they get a pack of white t-shirts, and there's a new white t-shirt every day, and you're all set with women. Your hair has to be done, your makeup has to be done, your clothes have to rewrite, you have to look sexy, but you can't look too sexy. You have to be this, but you can't be too this. It's a fine balance everywhere you go, and um, no matter what, you never win, because you're either too this or too that. So, it's it's always been an uphill battle. There's always challenges being a woman in a male-dominated industry, not just the music industry. But um, you definitely, you face adversity every single day. Well, it is about economics, right? Mm. It's business. <laughs> yeah. So at the end of the day, if we gotta do hair, makeup, wardrobe, and that's taking you two hours, um, it's a business thing. That might be right now studio time, and that also mm-hmm. two hours of studio rental. So maybe it is more cost-effective to kind of stay with the male artists. Obviously, that doesn't mean we don't have female artists, but that is something to consider, right? And you also mentioned something about you guys breaking up as a group. Um, you might did, be, we, did we mention that? Well, some groups break yeah. up and you have that whole issue, right? So you might be on tour mm-hmm. doing the next Cinderella or whatever, right? <laughs> or she might be working on the, the next Walking Dead or film project, and that might cause conflict because there might be a deal on the table too tour you know maybe they want to do a tour in Europe but you can't because you're on a project or you can't because she's on a project and that can also be conflict because now you're losing money because she's not going to pay you from her film check and you're not going to pay her from your Broadway check why are you not so, in your head sorry I'm listening you're not trying to bring <laughs> your so, so what do you think about that Nina? about what about what I just said in terms of being a female in the industry in relationship to being a group and how that can cause conflict if you guys have other endeavors? I mean, being a female in an industry, I mean, yeah, we are female and it's male-dominant, but I feel like, you know, it's all about relationships. It's all mm-hmm. about, like, if you know who you are, you know what you want to do, then just go ahead and do it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's female out there that's really making it, Beyonce, Rihanna, Nikki, whatever. Like, I don't, I don't think it's a big deal. Do you think those people are chosen or was it strictly hard work and that's how it happened for them? I feel like it was, I feel like everything is hard work, but um, it's all about your team, who you surround yourself by. Got to have a machine behind you and make it happen. All right. Sounds good. So, JL, I'm going to come to you. It's the same question. Being a female in the music industry, um, maybe you face some ups and downs. I don't know. But what, what has it been like for you? 
I mean, no matter what it is that you choose to do, there's going to be some ups and downs. Um, to be completely honest, no matter what industry you're in, it's, it's going to be male-dominated, most likely behind yeah. the scenes. You know, at the top, at the very top, there's always going to be men. Um, but in the music industry, it gets a little weird because, you know, sometimes people, they feel, it's, it's all about leverage, I feel like, no matter what industry you're in. But entertainment, is, it seems less... Um, less rules, I would say, than, like, let's say if you're in an office, you know, that there's office rules that says you can't sexually harass people. You can't, you know, uh, give people propositions. You can't do this. You can't do that. Well, in the music industry or entertainment industry, is more free. So people feel that they can use their leverage, you know, as a way to get things that they want that may not be related to music. And I think being a female, you know, if, as long as you are able to be upfront and say, listen, that's not what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. I'm here to, to do business. And if you're not with the business, then deuces, you know. And it, I've, I've encountered that with plenty of people, people who nobody's heard of, people that people have heard of, you know, and it comes and goes. And you just can't, you know, if that's not what you, listen, if that's what you down for and that's what's going to get you ahead, then baby, go ahead. But that's not for me, you know, and it's not for a lot of people. But if that's what, you know, what you're going to do to get ahead, I'm not hating on you. Boo, God bless you. See you at the top. But, you know, for people who that's not their thing, then just be upfront and don't be afraid. A lot of times women are afraid of what will happen if they don't do it. What will happen, you know, if this person is a powerful person, you know, like you said, a lot of these things are coming up now. Like, well, people always say, well, why didn't they say nothing back then? Sometimes you're afraid. You're, mm-hmm. You don't know. You don't know what's going on. So it's just like, uh, okay. And you're just like in that moment, you know. So I would say um, when those type of things happen, just to reach and get your inner strength and say, listen, I'm not cool with this. And just be get the insurance to, to just walk away from that. But, you know, besides that, I feel like it's empowering being a woman in the industry, you know, because it's so male-dominated. When you can walk in and let people know who you are, and it's like, yo, damn, who the hell was that? You know what I'm saying? It's just like you put your stamp on everything. I think that's, that's a pretty dope thing because, like, people, a lot of times in this industry, it's so competitive and, it's so shallow too. So, so everybody's about um, hair and nails and you know body and this and that. And it's, it's so superficial. It can be very superficial. Don't get me wrong. I like to look cute and stuff, you know. But it's just like it's not when somebody can look past that and say, yeah, she got her hair is dope. Yeah, her nails are dope. Yeah, she's cute. She got a nice shape. But damn, her personality is crazy. And then when they listen to your music, it's like, oh yeah, this is this is dope. You know what I mean? So it's like you got to try and do something. I feel like to Put your stamp on people and for them to remember you and say, yo, I don't care what's going on. I'm going to call this girl up because I want to I want to work with her. Yep. You know what I mean? And I think that's that's important. And as women, you know, when you can do that, it's very powerful. So we want to bring thank you for that. We want to bring somebody else onto the panel. So we have Goddess Venus into the studio with us. So you're going to have to share that mic with her. Sorry okay. about that, if you guys don't mind. So the first question we had throughout was introducing yourself so i want you to introduce yourself to the audience and then tell our listeners what your musical journey was like okay i'm goddess and make venus. sure you talk all the way into that mic sure. <laughs> thank you yeah so i'm goddess venus um and pretty much i released my first uh mixtape this year um you know i always been i love music i had done did music for the years but professionally and taking it serious where i decided you know what let me just invest everything into this and take it serious was this year so um i dropped my first mixtape in july um and then since then you know i've just been working i've been getting bookings um you know i've been getting hostings you know and i've just been working with other artists it's been you know an amazing journey so did you shoot a music video for every single 
Not for every single, but I got a couple. Um, so far, I got like five videos out. All right. Yeah. So I saw the videos. They're very creative, especially the last one where you yeah. guys had on the old paint. I have like a creative. I had a creative director on that one. She was a female. She did an awesome job. Um, she Her vision was awesome, you know, and it, it's been great. <laughs> so I was asking the ladies what their experience was like as being a female in the industry. Um, is there any advantages to that, disadvantages to that? What has been your experience so far? Um, well, I feel like for me, so my history, I was a model, you know, and I feel like as a model, they, a lot of people they do, it's hard. It's hard. I have to change a lot of people's minds about me. A lot of people, I went on an interview the other day, and he's, he sat there and told me in my face, you know, because you model, like, should we take you serious? Like, you know, so it's hard. I have to change a lot of people's minds about me, and I'm doing it because I have bars, you know? And last night, I just had a book, and I, I did a show last night, um, and I went there, and I'm telling you, as a female, it is harder. I went there last night. I was on, on the stage. I rocked it. I spit fire bars, and, you know, the crowd liked it, but then one guy, gonna, he said, he stood up and said, well, now let me see you twerk. Mm. So I'm telling you, it's still, it's a, it's a wow. do it. <laughs> because they, you know what it is? It's because you're pretty. Like, because uh, me, this is my image. This has always been my image, always been beautiful, and I'm going to embrace it. You know, I just can't change who I am. So as a, if you're, it depends on what you're doing. If you're not, you know, if you're going with um, like a glam, glam rap, you know, that's the lane. They gun they don't take you serious. You know, you have to prove you have a lot to prove. You have to, a lot of minds to change about you. And I'm willing the thing about it, like you were saying, you just have to do the work and you have to work hard and you have to because you can do it. You can change people's minds, but you have to put the work in. So that's pretty much what <laughs> what you have to do. So I know you also model and you act, right? So I know you was on a web series. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Give that web series a shout out. Oh yeah, Karma Kills. <laughs> yeah, it's Karma Kills. Pretty much, it's um, four females who came from you know a struggle and they're trying to become successful in life, um, but they get involved in you know things they shouldn't like you know robberies. Um, but they also he also introduced my my rap character into into the film as well. So that's pretty much what it's about. So my next question for all you guys is about the image, because Venus mentioned that a little bit about she's going to be glam, and JL also talked about that, how she's going to promote a sexy image. Um, so sexy image to me could mean Cardi B. It could mean Rihanna. It could mean Beyonce. Um, I'm thinking if you're going to promote a sexy image, it's going to be tight-fitting clothing, showing a lot of skin, possibly dancing and that kind of thing, uh, but still being a woman and a lady, right, still respecting yourself. Although some people will say that image is not respecting yourself. Some people will say that image is not appropriate for young girls. So do you guys care what people think? And are you going to do what you want to do? And also tell me a little bit about how you're putting your image out there. And I'm going to start with Miss Vanessa. Um, I feel like per personal style, my own personal style, it goes in different ways. I feel like it could, you know, it, it can be sexy, but I feel like... You can be sexy without having to be like naked, you know, like I, I don't feel like I have much of a, you know, a body, but the, you know, there's things that I wear, the way how you carry yourself that, you know, you can still be sexy. So I just feel like it, for me, like in, in, a, in photography or any modeling that I do or on stage, any clothes that I wear, you know, it's just something that I feel comfortable with. I'm never like completely out there, you know, so I feel like you, I have, um, 
flexibility to to be sexy in my own way and I don't feel forced to do it but I feel like it's just something that comes from personal style and with your personal style and specifically through your performances and your music videos are people expecting a dance performance as well that's kind of well, sexual in the genre that I'm doing it, the urban bachata it is dancey so I, I do dance a little but it is nothing like you know like <laughs> twerking or nothing like that you know it's like Latin dances so you know there's a lot of hip movements and mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of don't um, get it twisted. little Latin choreography sexy, like y'all. that don't <laughs> it, it can be sexy because child <laughs> <laughs> it can be sexy you know so I do feel like you know that a lot of that is it, you know it can be in the shows too Pasa with the nice. lambada, okay. right, <laughs> right? So how do you like, feel huh? about the image you're putting out and how it relates to young girls i feel like the image that i put out is completely fine for a little girl like i i wouldn't be like ooh, i wouldn't want her, a little girl to like imitate me you know what i mean like I, everything that i put out or the way i dress you know i like this is kind of like stuff i'm wearing now like i love texture i love bright colors i love you know unique clothing uh, i don't like to just wear like you know just regular clothes I, I like something that's special so i feel like that can go for any age even if you're 80 or if you're eight years old all right so i'm going to take it to the, the two ladies in the group hey. as group mates do you guys have any issues with how you want to look on stage or with your photo shoots or are you guys in sync and also do you feel like your image is appropriate for young girls well I, <laughs> I don't think we really have a, a issue when it comes to like dressing together um it's something that we have to discuss you know we have to be like we have very different personal styles so yeah. it's more but j- just because our streets everyday style is different doesn't mean like what i'm wearing an everyday basis is not what i'm gonna wear for a performance um but it's really a collaborative effort especially like you know we, we have a a photo shoot coming up and you know we're just sending out yeah. images and and for us I think um, for the vision it's much bigger than what any of us would ever wear on a daily basis it's really like going outside of the box and what really looks cool and fashion forward as far as um, as far as appropriate for young girls <laughs> I we started so young I was um, I was 12 when we started and we were always applauded on just being so age appropriate because all there were like a whole bunch of young girls coming out and they were so um, sexualized and and everyone was like wow you guys are you guys are really age appropriate and as we're getting older that changes um, I don't look the same way I did when I was 12 years old you know I'm gonna grow and my body grows and and I have a 11 year old sister and I'm not gonna wear either anything that she doesn't approve of. You know, my little sister is like, ooh, that's cute. And she realizes that, you know, she, I, I'm not her age and she's not mine, but um, I'm never gonna wear anything that she's like, um, Taylor, like that, you know, you look too much. I, you know, she gets it. And she's kind of my barometer in that way of, okay, if London is saying this is cute, you know, even if I'm showing a little skin, then I think that it's okay. So let me ask you guys a question because I know you guys both act, right? right? So let's say you're in the film and the film is a rated R film. Maybe there's a nude scene, love scene, something like that. Do you feel like that would affect, if you partake in that, do you feel like that would affect the image of the group? I mean, <laughs> everything is a discussion. Um, no one is going to be in any X-rated films <laughs> ever. Um, well, not X-rated, rated R. Well, right, I mean, listen... I feel like it, it, <laughs> Mia. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got you, I got you. Um, <laughs> um, 
I don't think it would affect our image as artists. I mean, when you're acting, you're becoming if, someone else, If we're right? nude on camera, no one is going to be nude on camera. No one's going to, like, no one's be, gonna be super, on like, boobs everywhere. And, you know, that's not going to happen. I don't think the director would, whoever. I don't think I would like that. I mean, it would really have to be a special film in 20 years or something like that. I don't even know. <laughs> not even a special <laughs> film. <laughs> now, now Taylor, is your dad still managing you? Mm-hmm. All right, so do you have these discussions with your dad in terms of, what if it was a great role, Game of Thrones or anything like that, to deduce any Game really popular Thrones. series? <laughs> well, because they're always wanted, naked on Game of Thrones. They wanted you to be on the series, good paycheck, it. good opportunity. Are you passing that up? I mean, you don't have to get naked to get a good role, you know? Like, if that is the requirements, I don't want the role. Um, I feel like it's so easy. I look at interviews all the time, actually, about... Um, women in films and like you know if they had to do a nude scene and you know some is like this is great and others regret it and I remember I was watching this one interview and I can't remember her name but she was like you don't need nudity to make a, a great scene um, I don't think that's a requirement and I feel like if if that is what someone needs of me for it to be a great film I'm not doing that all right sounds good so I want to move over to GAL so, Gio, your image, you talk about being sexy and that's how you like to be and that's the image you promote. Um, do you feel like that's a, your image is appropriate for young girls? Let's say there's a talent show and they want to look like you and come out on the stage and perform like you. Do you think that's okay? Um, in, in all honesty, I feel like when it comes to art and artistry, um, you should not limit yourself to what other people image of you, what they think you should be. You have to love how you look. You have to love how you sound. You have to love what you're giving out to the world. And if you don't, you're going to half-ass it. And that's just, oh, can I say that? I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so I just feel like, you know, for me, I I like being sexy. I like being, you know, a certain way. And to me, I just feel like as long as you, you have to be able, I feel like parenting comes into play at some point. Because you have to be able to say, your child has to be able to look and say, this is entertainment. This is, you know, a glamour person. You know, I want to aspire to be like this one day. Not to say, oh, I'm going to walk outside with, you know, with this outfit that JL had on at eight with a face full of makeup and I'm going to go twerking in the park. You know, that's different. That's that's totally different. So I feel like, you know, I feel like people put such a, a stigma on things like, oh, that's too sexy, or kids going to look up to you. Yeah, that's fine. Kids look up to a lot of people. Like, we had a lot of artists coming up, like Tina Turner and her time, having all those legs out. That was just, like, coming out with pasties on now. You know what I mean? At that time. But it's like people looked up, up to it and were like, oh, my gosh, she's amazing. You know what I mean? So it's just like you have to know the difference between art and looking at to something, saying I'm looking up to something, and, you know, just being like, oh, I'm going to go outside like this at at eight years old. So, you know, I just feel like for me, you know, my art is my art. My music is my music. My style is my style. Love it or hate it, as long as you're going to buy the record, as long as you're going to come to the show, it's like, okay, if your kids are too young for it, then don't. You know what I mean? Like, same thing. Don't let your kids watch R-rated films. Don't let your kids watch, you know, do certain things. I feel like, you know, certain things are are what they are. But um, for me, it's just like sexy is good. 
I like sexy. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think people put a stigma on sexy. It's like, oh, you're not classy if you wear a short dress. You're not classy if your breasts are out. You're not classy. Like, who are you to say what my classy is? You don't know what I'm like in my personal life. You don't know what my businesses are like. You don't know anything about me. You're judging me because I have a short dress or because my breasts mm-hmm. are out or because whatever. Meanwhile, you have these girls who dress like grandmas and, you know, they, they go to church every day and they got 20 <laughs> people that they just slept with last week. So it's like you can't really judge people based on how they look and that goes with anything as far as how they dress or how they wear their hair or whatever and it's just like I'm just sick of people I, I've, I've been in that space where people judge you on how you dress and you're like oh look at that look at, like I, I'm past it it's just like I'm me you can love it or hate it at the end of the day it's not gonna stop my bag <laughs> it's not gonna stop me from loving me and it's not gonna stop me from being fabulous you know <laughs> so I want to throw this question to Venus goddess Venus um, it's the same question but I just want to put it in a different way um, I know you promote yourself sexy as well, similar yeah. to Jayla. Um, I'm guessing Taylor doesn't. I'm guessing he is somewhere in the middle. Um, Vanessa's somewhere in the middle. Listen, I, I like sexy. I don't want it to be like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Right. Well, it's like Jayla said. Your sexy is different than somebody else's sexy. Right. Right? Everybody yeah. has their own opinion of what it is. Right. But in the industry, it seems like, unless you're Adele, that's what you need to sell records or be marketable or how people want to see you, mm-hmm. right. right? So are you comfortable with that? Uh, listen, I'm comfortable I'm comfortable in my own skin. So, you know, I do what I want to do. You know, if I feel that I want to be sexy, if whatever I feel I want to do, that's me. Like, my art is what what I like. Um, I'm not here to please. You can't, you can't please the whole world. You understand what I'm saying? People are going to judge you. If you look like a nun, they're going to judge you. Oh, she's boring. You know, it's, this is a thing. This is another problem with, the, with society and women. Like, they want to judge you on how you look. Oh, you can't, like she was saying, you can't be, you can't be too sexy. You can't be too, you can't be like a nun. You can, it's like, it's so hard for us. We, it's so many barriers that we have to overcome. And that's another one, like how we look our image, being too sexy. You know, I just feel like you have to be comfortable in your own skin and you have to, whatever you're able to, um, whatever you can embrace and you uh, you want to do, that's what you should just go with. You can't please everybody. And me, I'm I'm comfortable and yes, I'm sexy. I don't feel like it's a difference between being slut, like um, looking slutty. You know, there is a difference. It's mm-hmm. tasteful. That's why I feel like you could be sexy and tasteful, mm-hmm. you know, and that's that's my image. And, you know, what I say, uh, can little girls look like it um, when they get of age? Yeah, I don't see why not. You know, if right now I'm not going to say a little girl can't cannot go to school and wear blonde hair and all that stuff to school. No. But when they get of age, if they feel like that's what they want to do. Yes, you can. You can do whatever you want to do. If you want to be a rapper, if you want to be a singer, if you want to be a superstar and this is what you feel comfortable. Yes. You people shouldn't tell you what you can and cannot do. You know, you have to be comfortable with who you are. So it's similar to the church movement. Like, if we were in church right now, they would look at some of you ladies sitting here and say, that's inappropriate. I don't like when you dress. Because it's judgmental. It's, it's judgmental. very judgmental. Mm-hmm. And that's where the hypocrisy comes in, because those same church people would get in the bus and go see a Medea movie mm-hmm. with a man dressed as a woman, smoking cigarettes, toting a gun, and cursing around kids. Yeah, I, I have a thing okay about that. <laughs> I have but, a thing about don't that. Don't even start with church. But JL, as artists, they'll look at you, and they might have something to say about Absolutely. you. Absolutely. most of them come from the same place. Absolutely. I have a thing about that, because... People are always like, oh, you know, you can't 
associate with this type of person or you can't look like this or you can't do with that. And the, the thing that really bothers me about that is like Christian people, if you knew your Bible and you know your God, like you say, you know your God, then you would know that Jesus, that he didn't hang around people who was all saved, holy, sanctified and all of that stuff, knocking over tables and. Oh, he, you know, he 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 was with the the gamblers and the and the sinners and the and the Mary Magdalene, you know, all. Of the, so it's just like, why y'all judging mm-hmm. people? Y'all, what y'all need to be instead of judging people that's in your church who are already seeking salvation, go out there and start talking to the people who don't know your God. You know what I mean? And it's like to me, it's just really, it's just it's it's really annoying. It's judgmental, and it's like God is not a, a God of of judgment. Like at the end of the mm-hmm. day, when you go to them gates. Uh, whatever you believe they ain't gonna ask you about what i had on they're not gonna <laughs> ask you about nothing about me they're gonna ask you what have you done in your life they're gonna look over your life they're not gonna look over jl's outfit they're not gonna look over jl's uh lyrics so uh, to me i just feel like if that's your thing you know church and god and all of that stuff then embrace it and be like how god is don't judge people don't you know look at them and they say oh, this oh, and they dress like that or what it's like at the end of the day, look to the inner person, and if you're if you're there to help people and to help people find God, then do that. You know, don't judge people on how they look. And I, that's just my thing. You know, like I said, I grew up in church and I've seen it all. I've, mm-hmm. And it's just it's just a sad thing because church is supposed to be a place of embracing people and embracing all sorts of things. So I don't know. That's just a thing of mine that just like get, irks me bad. Me too. Me too. All right. So let me bring it to Miss <laughs> Moneta artist. <laughs> Um, do you feel pressure to be sexy, dress sexy? No, I mean, as she mentioned earlier, like, it's all about, you know, being tasteful and pretty much what you want to do, what you want to look like. Me, personally, I mean, there's nothing wrong with being sexy at all. Um, I think, you know, when you're doing it, like, and you going over the top, then that's something different. But there's nothing wrong with that. I just did a performance the other day, and I had on pretty much like a see-through top, nothing too much showing. I had on a jacket. Uh, symbol jacket wasn't too much it was just right um set the tone for the performance and for the audience uh me personally i'm more so like a type of person fine if you like i like the weird like dope jackets mm-hmm. um if i could find um dope jackets to go to different appearances or if i could find you know dope jackets just a weird so performance but like I, I mean it's not wrong with being sexy it's all in how you tweak it it's all in how you tweak it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's a song. So everybody's sexy is yeah, different. Everybody's, you know, everybody's yeah. sexy is different. different. And so, you know, my sexy may be different from her sexy and, and hers yeah. and hers. But at the end of the day, it's what you are comfortable with. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I just feel like, you know, what works for you. If it works right. for you, then boo, go ahead. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So let me throw it to the next thing. And it's about, this is going to image. But in terms of your craft, music videos, mm-hmm. a lot of the music videos I see are just kind of stale. They're the same type of music video. For the guys, it seems like the boys are just around each other and you're just Strip camera in and out with the boys. Money. Or you'll have a girl in it, but she doesn't have a role. It's just she's sexy, standing there looking cute. And that's, that's what I see for the guys. For the girls, it's not too far, far apart from that. I don't see a lot of creativity. I remember the Missy mm-hmm. Elliott videos and, mm-hmm. and the TLC videos, and I know they had a big budget. I was about to say, but, yeah, I was talking about that budget, but Eddie. It was creativity, <laughs> and you guys can still be creative without the budget. Um, so I want to come to Miss Vanessa. What is your next video going to look like? Do you have that concept in mind, and do you know what song I, that's going to be? It's yeah, going to be for? I mean, I mean, uh, I'm so like. My ideas are like, they drive me crazy because I have so many ideas, especially with visuals because I'm a painter too. So 
you know, in my single, I it was called Sacrifice, and I did a video for it. But I really wanted to incorporate the artwork, so I had like a gallery scene, mm -hmm. and I had my paintings in there, and then I I painted a big mural because the the um, the chorus says "Spread your wings," you know. So I had like a wings mural, you know. So I always want to kind of incorporate some form of artwork in the video just for like visual candy you know but for my next one i'm not really sure exactly what i want to do but i kind of want to play with paint on myself somehow to have oh, a more interesting visual that's you know interesting. something with like glitter <laughs> like, like with duotone lights you know like th those are the kinds of visuals that i kind of want to come up with and i do agree with you i feel like you know with visuals they kind of all seem the same and a little bland and I, I i would like to experiment more with visuals because especially in film and being a part of it that's like something i'd be super excited to do all right so i want to come to the to uh goddess venus with the same question because i know you just dropped a music video I yeah think, right all right so tell us a little bit about that video and if you can share plans for your next video sure yes that video was so fun it's you can hear me? Yeah. <laughs> it's a fun, fun video. Um, it's very bright, elaborate. It, the song is called Celebrate This Girl. Um, first and foremost, so the song is about, it's woman empowerment. You know, it's telling women, celebrate life, chase your dreams, your aspirations, um, you know, and don't be submissive. So now the video, I was so fortunate to have a female director and it makes a difference because she brought um, a different eye to it a feminine eye you know I had two directors I had a videographer and he kind of directed too but she brought creative creativity to it so um, and she was also she casted it as well so basically it's um, pink it's fun it was in a bakery um, because the hook is basically um, saying, you know, um, I make it big. I'm the chef in here. That, so it, it was incorporated into the hook. So we found the bakery. We had cupcakes. They had pink wigs. Um, they had pink outfits. They, it was like a big chalkboard. Um, then we had a throne. It was like lights, lights, and like pink lights, blue lights. Um, it was just like, like, so bright and colorful and it was fun and we really had a good time champagne and everything <laughs> it was like celebrating celebrating life so the video is out now yes it is so tell people where they can see this video um so you could go you can see it on my youtube channel goddess venus um it's up there you can also you go to my instagram goddess underscore venus underscore and just uh click on the link in the bio and what's the plans for the next video so my next video um, is called Moves. Um, so pretty much this song is basically talking about my transition. So I transitioned, you know, I was modeling and I transitioned. This is a transition becoming an artist. So <laughs> be specific about what that transition is. <laughs> it, it is it's a transition because um, being a model, you know, you take pictures. But now I am actually I have a voice, more of a voice, and I'm able to express myself through my art and people can hear me and they can hear my what's on my mind. So this song is basically saying, you know, now I'm making moves in, in these streets and it's talking about, you know, that people underestimated me because a lot of people did. They thought that I would never, I could, oh, she could only model and they still are doing it. Like, you know, when I go up to interviews, I realize that they are, they still have that in, in their head. But, you know, so now that's what the song is about and it's just, um, you know, it's a glamorous song and it's, the video is chic I would say chic um, you know it has a lot of like it has cars it has uh, like clips of jewelry it's just it's like a more of a chic polished video and it's pretty it's gonna be dope so I don't know why people would think you 
only model because you also act. I don't know why people think that's, they just think that. <laughs> and when we look at the artists of today, from Queen Latifah to even uh, Nicki Minaj, like everybody's getting do it. into acting, they're exactly. modeling, they're on runway shows, they're doing TV commercials, they're doing their music thing. So I don't know why people just want to put people in a box. But Well, I feel like, it's funny that you say that, because I feel like a lot of people don't, have an open mind to to entrepreneurs yes mm -hmm. and i feel like as an entrepreneur you're a creative person and you like you say like you just try things and you try things and you grow and and there's so many people that like don't either understand that concept or they don't allow people to be free in that way but i've I've like embraced that idea so much more now than ever before. And I feel like it's so nice to meet other like-minded people because then together it's like you bounce ideas off of each other and, and whatever brand that you have, it just grows because you're working with like-minded people. I think the other thing is too, is that uh, it comes to people being closed-minded. When people see you, it's just like, oh, that's regular Vanessa, you know, or that's regular Jay, or that's regular Mio, that's, you know, mm -hmm. so they can't see it where it's just like, you know, you're an artist, mm -hmm. you do grander things, like, mm -hmm. this is what you're supposed to do, it's like, why Vanessa doing that? That girl tripping, like, what's going on with her? Like, why was she having to do that? Did you see what she had on? Why she got wings in her video? Who she thinks she is? But meanwhile, when Vanessa turns into Billboard charting Vanessa, it's like, did you see that video? She had wings in her video. <laughs> she had wings in the last one. Y'all was just saying she was crazy for it. Mm -hmm. So I think people try to put you in a box yep. and people try to limit you because they can't see yeah. outside of their little blinders mm -hmm. for your for your career. And mm -hmm. I think that's what it is. So Jill, what's your next video concept? I, you know what? My next video concept, I don't even know what it is. Like <laughs> I sit down with um, my director and um, he kind of just comes up with these ideas. And then it's like I've kind of put my input with it. So it's kind of like we sit down and we come up with it together. I'm actually, I was actually supposed to go and sit with him on Friday, but the snow was just like, nope. So I was just like, mm, yeah, no, I don't drive in the snow. So do you, do you want to work with different directors? Absolutely. So different Absolutely, videos? because every director has a different thing that they bring to the table as far mm -hmm. as creativity. You know, and everybody has their own visions for things. And don't get it twisted. Like anything that I work on, I'm a part of what that idea is but you know i like to people i like to let people do their job like your job is to be creative your job is to come up with ideas and so i just put my input into that sort of thing so everybody brings something different you know even working with these women here like mm -hmm. she's an artist you know so she has a different vision and a different eye for things she does you know visual creative things for film and stuff like that so i would even after this even reach out to them and say hey you know you have ideas for this or this is what i'm thinking about doing you know and i feel like this is what it's about for us as women, mm -hmm. I feel like we need to be together in this industry. It's so mm -hmm. much. I mean, don't, don't get it. Don't get it twisted. It's definitely competition. It's competition anywhere because you want to be mm -hmm. at the top. That's just a fact. It's going to be competition everywhere. But we need to learn to embrace each other. We need to learn to build each other up because mm -hmm. as mm -hmm. I build, you build. As I grow, you grow. And it's See, just I, like I like that you said that because I was mm -hmm. just saying that the other day. Like I feel like. There's so many, at least in the genre of music that I'm working with, like every girl is kind of like doing their own thing on the side. And I was like, yo, like, why don't we do a show together? Like, why do we, why can't we, why does it have yeah. to be like, I'm not about that. I have four sisters. So I love to be around women and female energy. And yes. I'm always about like, okay, let's just all be together and like, you know, do something nice. And I don't see it like that. Like, I don't see the whole, you know, competition thing. I think it's, it's exactly that. Like, I'm not where I want to be. So, and you're not where you want to be. So why don't we just help right. each other out, you know, and, and make something 
bigger than what what we are. Obviously, people together are more powerful than alone. You know, and I feel like there's a lot of room for women because it's sorry. I feel like um, there is so much room for women to to get there, but we don't work together. That's what Mm -hmm. I feel like the problem is. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think it's a competition because I feel that. Um, there's so much void, like it's so male dominated. They need us, mm-hmm. you know. Right. But we just have to. I feel like if we did join together, we would more of us would break through. Right. It's kind of I like what she said too. <laughs> yeah. You said that every, there's room at the table for everybody to eat, is. and that's what I always say. It's it is. True. It really is. So I had five artists come in on a broadcast that I did in the summertime, and we were doing mainly R and B. And now I have this broadcast, another five artists, one of them being a group. Um, that would be 10 artists. Maybe we'll do a Black Pill Radio sh- music show. And we'll do that thing. I think that'll be really creative. So I want to come to Monady Artists, and I want you to tell everybody about your next video concept for the single that you're going to release. Um, well, right now I'm working on a lot of things, so I'm pretty much multitasking. Um, but for Incredible, which is basically a song that's based on a friend of mine, um, I pretty much used her reality and what she was going through. And I turned it into a song. And as she was actually telling me about the situation, she on the phone, she was like, you listening? And I was like, yeah. And I'm just jotting, you know, <laughs> I'm note-taking. People don't know. You and got <laughs> music like that from other people. And I turned, it, I turned it into something really dope. And she um, she was like, you, you made a song about me. And she loved it, you know. So um, for that video, I wanted to do pretty much like a theme video. I think that would be dope. Um and I got a lot of good feedback on that theme video, so I'm really bringing that to the forefront. It's going to be dope. Cool. So now yeah. we want to bring it to the group. I don't know who's going to be the Bobby Brown of the group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, Bobby Brown. Happens. Bobby Brown. Come on. Hopefully you that know? never happens. But Mia and Taylor, <laughs> do you guys have a concept for your next music video? Okay. So our, the music video that we just shot hasn't even been released yet. So I feel like we need to focus on that before we can focus on anything else. No, you got to build that catalog um, up. So when it's time, just right. go. No, it's, it's true. Spit them out. And, Spit them out. Mm-hmm. and we, we're always... Um, we're always talking to people and always coming up with different ideas, but um, in order to figure out which music video you're doing, you have to figure out which song you're releasing as a single. You have to figure out a, mm-hmm. a whole other plethora of things before you can you know, think of a concept. But while we're plugging it, Burn It Up will be out <laughs> on the first, the, the first day of the new year, January 1st, the music video. The song is already on Spotify and iTunes and, and all of that, Apple Music. So go check that out. And then you guys can see the music video, which we can say will be fire. Literally. So yeah, <laughs> a, a video dropping January 1st, and then somewhere around the middle of January, you have a web series that you was in called Trouble Man Dropping as well. That's right. So why don't you tell the people a little bit about your character and the, uh, the web series? Um, my character in the web series, she's like um, this, well, her name is Star, and um, <laughs> she's kind of like this crazy, like fun, sexy type of cool girl who says whatever she wants, does whatever she wants to get whatever she wants. It's basically and, uh, Mia. Yeah, that's basically me on the <laughs> T. So, um, I mean, I have my boundaries, you know. I know myself. I love the Lord. So, uh. <laughs> But at the same time, yeah, that's, that's the character. So she's really fun. I think everybody would enjoy her. And it's directed by um, uh, oh. someone really 
amazing. <laughs> Sounds good. Can't wait to see it. Hopefully, it'll drop around uh, Martin Luther King it. weekend. <laughs> so we have five minutes left on the broadcast, and I just want to go that around time the table. Flew, just flew by. It, it yeah. definitely like, does. And yeah. I want to go around the table and just let people know how they can find your music, purchase your music. Um, if you're selling your artwork, how they can purchase that as mm-hmm. well. If you guys are in any web series or films where they can buy those films, download those films, watch those films. So just kind of take 30 seconds to plug all of that, and we're going to start with Miss Vanessa. Okay, well, thank you so much for having me. Again, my name is Vanessa Ayala. You can find me on Instagram, uh, Facebook, at I'm Vanessa Ayala. I am V-A-N-E-S-S-A-Y-A-L-A. And my art page, Art by Ayala, A-R-T-B-Y-A-Y-A-L-A. Is any of the artwork on sale online? Yes, I have so much artwork for sale. Check out my Instagram, Art by Ayala. I I post all the time of my stuff that's available. I have like a body of work that I just came back with from Art Basel. So I'm like sitting in my studio with like all these paintings. So it's it's actually really nice. I saw some of the uh, Tupac. And yeah, I'm, I've been posting every day. You have to check it out. Mm-hmm. R- really nice. So I got yeah, yeah, to see too. Yes, Venus, <laughs> and I want to hear about how people can reach her, get in touch with her, purchase her music, download her music. And I know she's modeling and in web series. So yeah. You can, Tap into that a little bit as well. Yeah, so um, you could go to my Instagram, goddess underscore Venus underscore. Um, you could go to my, purchase my music on my band camp. It's um, Goddess Venus. You could find it, Goddess Venus 247. All right. Um, go to my website also to check out my stuff, goddessvenusmusic.com. And, um, you know, just support me. I'm out here. Check me out. My, um, my, next, my, my next single will be dropping soon. Um, it's called Moves. Listen for that. Um, it's the video. You'll see that as well. Um, yeah. Do you have any performances coming up? Um, yeah, I have a performance in uh, maybe like a month um, at, at Blackthorn. So you can check that out also. <laughs> It'll be up on my Instagram page. Cool. So let's take it to mm-hmm. Moneda Artists. How can people reach you, find you, work with you? Yes, you can actually follow me on Instagram at Moneda Artist. That's M-O-N-A-E-T-H-E-A-R-T-I-S-T. And you can also purchase my single, Taylor Made, which is also on iTunes. Next single is going to be dropping uh, called Incredible, which is produced by Go Grizzly. Shoutouts to Winning Circle. They also produce Thick for OT Genesis as well as why I do it for August Alcina, so shout outs to them. That's going to be coming real soon. And um, if you want to work, definitely reach out to me on Instagram. I'm not shy. I don't bite. I'm not stuck up. I'm open. Let's do it. Let's get it. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) If you're on the DM, email, everything's there. So So now I'm going to take it to the duo. Mm. Um, How can people reach out to you guys, find your music, see anything that you guys are part of in terms of acting, movies, that sort of thing? (laughs) <laughs> okay, well, you can um, follow us collectively at Magic the Group. That's M A J I X the Group. That's for Instagram. Our website is www.magiconline.com. Then you can follow me personally. 90 seconds. At Taylor Nirvana, J. Doc, at, um, for Instagram. And then you can follow Mia at Mia Wilkerson, M E A. And, uh, Everything you can find is on Spotify and Apple Music. And uh, music video coming January 1st. Burn it up. Yeah. Hey, Mia. Hi, guys. Um, on Instagram, everywhere, Mia Wilkerson, M-E-A-W-I-L-K-E-R-S-O-N. That's me. 
And JL, we got 30 seconds. 30 seconds, of course. Um, seconds. So you can reach me at um, anything that you look for me on. You can find me is JL Music. So J-A-Y-E-L-L-E. M-U-S-I-C. I have to spell it out because people be like, J-L, I look for J and L. No, it's two names. So J-L, J-L Music. Um, make sure if you're in New York City, Brooklyn, January 6th, I have a show at the Five Spot um, with Saturday concert. concert. Shout out to Saturday. Um, so make sure y'all get tickets. You can go on my on my Instagram and get the, the link to the tickets for that. Make sure you guys check me out. I have my website, jlmusic.com, or anything else, any platform, Twitter, Instagram, uh, SoundCloud, Reverb Nation, JL Music. I promise you I will be there. And thank you guys for listening in to Black Pill Radio. We will have all their contact information on the resource page. Ten seconds. Thank you. And that resource page is on blackpillradio.com. As always, be safe and peace.